Welcome to the Solar Storm. This is your host, Kyle Hunt, coming to you August 9th, 2021. Thank you so much for joining me here at RenegadeBroadcasting.com. Please check out RenegadeTribune.com and head on over to HeathenHerbs.com. As luck would have it, uh, after Sinead and I recorded a whole show yesterday, pretty much, uh, the lightning caused a power surge and our audio just disappeared because of the way it was being recorded on a computer that was not a laptop so it didn't have a battery source and the the audio just went goodbye so <laughs> i was very frustrated we did not get a show out yesterday and so here i am i'm going to cover a lot of the same material but i don't have shade with me and i'm just frustrated i'll just say i'm frustrated when i don't uh get to do things on time when I have to waste time and do things again. Very, very frustrating. But I won't let that hold me back today. Guys, there is so much to talk about here. The world is just still going crazy. I I feel very tired, honestly, going over and over the same stuff. But it's just so essential. I really do look longingly back at the days when I could cover topics that I just found interesting. I don't find Dr. Fauci interesting. I don't find Rochelle Walensky interesting. I don't find all these Jews who are ruling over us to be an interesting topic, but it is a very pressing one. I'm sick and tired of this crap. It needs to come to an end so we can get back to things that are more interesting to us. How to grow good food. How to be healthy. How to uh, do any sor- all sorts of things. Creative endeavors. Music. Painting. Arts. These are the kind of things that our, our, our people should be focused on is creating high culture, not being dragged down by these sick, sick people. And when I say sick, sick people, I'm, I mean that. I mean people like the Assistant Secretary of Health, that that man, that Jewish man that pretends it's a woman. I, it's just, it's insane what they consider to be healthy now. It, it used to be what is called healthy now in terms of uh, what they're teaching in health class with sex ed and all that. What is considered healthy used to be considered absolutely mentally deranged. 
and things have just become so inverted, flipped on their head, and I don't like living in this bizarre world where the sane people are called the conspiracy theorists, the wackos, the nutjobs. How many times have we been proven right? All those conspiracy theorists that think that we want to do X, Y, and Z. Well, you just did X, Y, and Z. Uh, One of the most frustrating things, I think, for a lot of people is how our rulers don't follow any of their own guidelines. It's do as I say, not as I do, pretty much. We've seen this with Nancy Pelosi at the hairdressers after you know they shut down all the hairdressers. We see this with the politicians flying on the airplanes or private jets without masks on. We see it time and again with uh, even Lori Lightfoot, right? All these different people who are laying down the law. I saw an instance in New Jersey with some, some politicians. They lay down the law, say, you can't do this. You can't do that. Put a mask on, Goyam. Uh, and then they themselves, they go to the businesses, they have their parties, like Obama on Martha's Vineyard, massive celebration, all these big, big wigs, this celebrity elite, the, uh, you know, the politicians, they all go out there, party on Martha's Vineyard, uh, without masks on, just having a good old time, as a lot of the people who were in attendance were urging everybody, stay safe, do, do the responsible thing, everybody. You've got to protect yourself and others. Keep the mask on. Don't go to big gatherings. Like John Legend, he was out there. And so some footage leaked out. Just absolutely sick. I hate these people so much. And Obama's not even a bigwig. In the in the grand scheme of things, he's just a little puppet. It's just, it's very awful realizing your rulers are just so hypocritical but we've known this for so long but it's just other people are starting to finally realize oh we're we're really like at the bottom of the caste system especially as white people we're the untouchables absolute untouchables guys they lie to us so very much you know this they just make stuff up pull it out of thin air oh the delta variant is filling up uh hospitals with children now children are being hospitalized at incredible rates and some different uh, places, like I think in Kentucky, a hospital there said, yeah, we do have some children uh, because they've got some other kind of uh, virus, so-called virus, respiratory virus. It's not COVID and we're not, we're not, you know, over capacity. If, if you're sick, still come, come bring your children in. Uh, but yeah, they're just fear mongering like crazy. How do we have any proof? that hospitals are filling up with children because the Jewish media told us so the same Jewish media that said that 99% of the people who are being hospitalized are the unvaccinated that same Jewish media, the CDC led by Jew Rochelle Walensky. We're supposed to just believe them, take their word for all of this. Absolutely not. And I, I know there are so many people out there that are so much more skeptical of everything that's coming out of the mainstream media. Now, unfortunately, a lot of them are just thinking it's the anti-Trump lefty media that can't be trusted as they turn on Cucker, Cucker Carlson and listen to their based Ben Shapiro's and whatnot. Um, yeah, so the Delta variant, oh, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane out there. And the Delta variant, if it is even a variant of COVID-19, which has never been isolated, which has never been proven to cause... Uh, any kind of disease. So if the Delta variant is really a variant, 
then it's caused by these vaccines, as some people have pointed out. But I just think what is going on is that the Delta variant is basically what they're calling adverse vaccine reactions, including in people who have not been vaccinated because the vaccinated are shedding, are spreading their spike proteins all over the place. Sinead and I have felt this ourselves, and it's just so infuriating that we never made the stupid decision of getting vaccinated, but because we are around people who did get vaccinated, we got all the same symptoms of the vaccinated people. I was listening to that uh, disgusting shill Joe Rogan talking to some some podcaster, Jimmy Dore, of the Jimmy Dore show. Pretty sure that guy might be a Jew as well, but this guy was talking about how he got vaccinated and then he got all these terrible symptoms, including the neck pain that Sinead and I experienced. I, I had such bad neck pain that I, I was I couldn't sleep an entire night. I thought I just was suffering from a, a bad neck crank that I didn't realize during jujitsu. So, oh, something must have happened in my neck. No, that's a symptom of the vaccine. I didn't even know it at the time. But this Jimmy Dore guy was talking about how he had all these symptoms. They won't go away. And people are now calling him an anti-vax conspiracy theorist. He's like, I got the vaccine. And now that I'm, t- I'm telling you guys the symptoms I'm suffering, you're, you're, you're mocking me? You're belittling me? You're calling me some conspiracy theorist? And so many people have gotten adverse reactions. Some, many people have died as well. When this all comes out, how many people have really been injured? How many people have died? It's going to be, there's going to be a massive backlash. There already is. We're seeing massive numbers of people in France, in Italy, in Greece, all over the place, really taking to the streets. And I think this is just the beginning. Now, that being said, where, does, where do we go from here? And there, there is resistance here in the United States as well. It's just a little bit more spread out, maybe a little spread thin. And I think part of what's going on is that uh, we're not seeing as much resistance in places that have eased up. But when they go to lockdown again, when they keep pushing hard for these mandates uh, and for the vaccine passports, I really think we'll see a big uptick. I, they've just been pushing harder in parts of the EU than over here in the United States. But uh, I do think that there is a big groundswell of resistance. Unfortunately, it also seems like those who have been vaccinated could be losing their cognitive faculties. Uh, I've heard reports of this. I'm pretty sure Conrad in the comments even mentioned that some of his loved ones seem just not to be all there after receiving the vaccine and their critical thinking skills have just diminished. And I would not be surprised if this is just part of the plan to zombify people. The masks were another thing that would just decrease intelligence, right? Because you're reducing the amount of oxygen to the brain. They're just making us into dumb, compliant sheeple. That's, of course, always been part of the plan. Yeah, over there in France, we saw about a quarter million people out in the streets this past week. Hey, with a quarter million people mobilized, you could topple... All sorts of different governments. (laughs) Just saying, I'm not calling for the guillotine. I'm just saying I wouldn't be upset if the guillotine was employed. (laughs) Over there in London as well, big demonstrations. But there was a a good uh, speech. This guy was just being interviewed. I don't think he's anybody of any particular note. But he was just being interviewed in the streets about what he thought about all this. And he was really just making a good point about, how you know, where is this going? We've been hearing the same speakers over and over again, and nothing's changing. And really, a lot of these big events where they have these big speakers like David Icke or his son Gareth Icke, they're just to stroke the egos. They're just to 
to get, keep people complacent, thinking that something is being done. When in reality, the people who are ruling over us are just laughing at us. They like the big confrontations between the police and the protesters. They don't have any problems with that. Now, if we were to somehow start making things uncomfortable for the ruling elite, then they might start freaking out a little bit more. But it still is a good sign that people are fed up. They are not going along with everything. But you've got to, you've got to imagine those who rule over us have game planned this out. They have their game theory uh, algorithms going. They have their artificial intelligence trying to predict what we'll do. They, know, they knew there'd be a backlash of some sort. But we've got to make sure that it's steered in the correct direction, that this groundswell does not die out, and that we are able to really take control of our lives back. And not just go back to the old normal. Because, yeah, the new normal is terrible, but the old normal was terrible as well. It just didn't involve masks and mandatory uh, experimental gene therapies. So let's see if I can get this clip to play here. Are you here today? Um, To be honest, I'm not quite sure why I'm here today, because we've been marching for over a year... And uh, as soon as the movement, if that's what we're going to call it, gained momentum, and we started flooding the streets with a million plus, we're now gathering to listen to the speakers that have been speaking the same thing for a whole year. And I do not understand why we have to continue to stroke egos when all we need is 100,000 max in uniform, straight up, ready to rebel, not fight, not violence, but rebel, shut down motorways, shut down bridges, shut down stations, and do everything they can in their power to cause a scene amongst the people in charge. I find it absolutely disgusting that we are gathered here today, if I'm being completely honest, listening to, what do we call them, celebrities? What the fuck, what do we even call them anymore? I don't even know, what are they? Super conspiracy theorists? They've been saying the same thing for a year. The majority of people here know the answer. They know what's been happening, they've lost people, they've suffered, they've seen it all. And now we're listening to the same stuff that was said a year ago. We're going on as if progress has been made. It has not. Our government is still taking the absolute mickey out of us. They are laughing at us all stuck in Trafalgar Square. All right, well, BitChute does not want to play the end of that clip because BitChute sucks and it's run by the enemy. <clears throat> but anyway, let's just move on. I think you get the uh, sentiment of the guy speaking there. Over in Australia, things just continue to get worse. Uh, apparently because five people a day are dying from COVID. And that's that number is completely bunk. Because again, how do we know they're dying from COVID? Has the virus yeah. been isolated? And they are literally sitting in their little oh. bubbles and thinking, what a load of idiots. They had two million people on the street. Now what? Okay, uh, thanks. Thanks, Bitchu, for finally playing that clip. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate that you, you played it finally while I was talking. Goddamn Bitchu. Okay, so yeah, over in Australia, you've got... Five people a day dying from COVID, which is bunk to begin with. But how many people die from cardiovascular disease, heart disease, over in Australia every year? Around 42,000. What are they doing about that? Are they shutting down fast food restaurants? Are they trying to wage a, a campaign against uh, unhealthy food? We're going to go to war against unhealthy food. We're going to lock down all these unhealthy restaurants because our people are dying. This, it's a real threat. 42,000 people a year. Over here in America, it's about three-quarters of a million per year dying from heart disease. It's the big killer. But uh, nobody seems to really care about that now, do they? The actual people dying. No, no, don't worry about that. All those fast food restaurants, all these, uh, all, especially the uh, cattle industry in Australia, it's big business. 
No, you can't. You can't interrupt. Uh, interrupt that to have people be healthy. No, no, no. Just lock them down because five people died, and they got the military out there. It's a completely dystopian world out in Australia. Military enforcing a lockdown, masks and everything. Because, ooh, five people died per day. And they didn't. Not from COVID. These people are old. They're obese. Just ridiculous. This world is retarded. But it does go to show that there is a new world order. It is a Jew world order. And all these countries are in lockstep. One, to uh, comment on something that somebody posted, I think maybe as a comment... They said, interesting article about how a vaccine for Merrick's disease in chickens actually made the virus more dangerous because the vaccinated showed no symptoms, but were found to spread the virus to the unvaccinated. God damn, that's what happened to me. That's what happened to Sinead. Such a vaccine is called leaky. Note that the COVID-19 vaccine was just intended to moderate symptoms. If the vaccine is leaky, it would explain a lot. Uh, and the person says, I'm thinking I need to avoid those vaccinated. And it does seem, honestly, like some of the people who are vaccinated are doing okay while they're spreading the disease to others. I know there are a lot of people who have been seriously injured with the va- the vaccines. Thousands of cases of Bell's palsy now, it looks like. All sorts of heart inflammation and all the rest. But it does seem like there are cases where people are doing all right after they get the vaccine. But then those people that that come in contact with unvaccinated people and then the unvaccinated people are the ones who are falling sick and if there actually is a case uh, or there are a bunch of cases of unvaccinated people in hospitals getting sick it's because the vaccinated people spread their disease all their spike proteins and maybe even that mrna gene therapy to the unvaccinated people I don't know how the spread works. I just know that it works because I got all the symptoms of being vaccinated and I never got vaccinated, but I was in close contact with people who were vaccinated because I used to do jujitsu. And one of the reasons that you just had, we had to stop is because we kept, we were getting sick. We were sick because we were around vaccinated people. It's the complete opposite of everything they're telling you. So yeah, look up Merrick's disease. Very interesting. PBS even had an article on it about the chicken vaccine that makes the virus even more dangerous or something. Okay, uh, handshakes are out again. You, got, you, you can't do the handshakes. Uh, that, I saw an article about it. AP News, uh, Donald Trump was saying, you know, I, I don't know about these handshakes. You might have to get rid of the handshakes. And uh, I'm just going to read a couple uh, paragraphs from this just to show you the Jew dichotomy, the Begalian dialectic here. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease expert, cautioned last year, I don't think we should ever shake hands ever again, to be honest with you. Guys, all these changes are supposed to be permanent. They're, they're never going to let us out of, of this prison. No, absolutely not. No shaking hands ever again. It's demolition man uh, dystopia for all of you. And no, no toilet paper either, either in the future. We can't be having runs on toilet paper, so we'll just have the seashells. <laughs> if you've seen Demolition Man, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, on the other side is Dr. Amesh Adalja, an infectious disease specialist at Johns Hopkins University, who was, by the way, part of Event 201. Johns Hopkins was all in there. He thinks the whole shaking controversy is overblown. The solution, he says, is simple. What is it, just to shake hands and be normal human beings again? No, no, no. He says, if you are worried about COVID, the best way to make handshakes safe is to be fully vaccinated. And for any other things that might be on people's hands, just wash your hands before you touch your face. That is what hand sanitizer is for. Anytime 
you got to touch your face. Just get that, pull out that bottle of hand sanitizer. That's the way to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen all these articles about the, the gotcha, gotcha stories for the anti-vaxxers? Uh, you didn't want the vaccine. Uh, now, now that guy's dead. Now you're dead. Gotcha. <laughs> or so-and-so questioned the mask policy. Now they're, they've got COVID-19. Gotcha. I see this all the time on uh, the Drudge Report. Because Jew Drudge is always pushing hard for the vaccine. Just sickening. Anyway, we heard uh, last week about the guy talking about how oh, I should have gotten the goddamn vaccine. Just get the damn vaccine. <laughs> uh, and the guy was completely obese. And it looks like he died of not being given an IV after, being, uh, after getting sun poisoning. Not from COVID-19. But now we've got another obese guy here in another gotcha moment. And this is from the U.S. Sun. Anti-vaxxers deathbed flip-flop. Florida radio host 65 who blasted Fauci dies from COVID after texting pals in his dying days, urging them to get shots. Again, this guy's absolutely obese. He's 65. And you know what probably happened was he got sick from a vaccinated person. That's probably the real story here. And honestly, guys... Honestly, if I wasn't as healthy as I am, and if I wasn't as distrustful of hospitals as I am, who knows if I might have not checked myself into a hospital uh, after I got spiked from some vaccinated people. I don't usually have to sleep through a whole day. It's unheard of. Sinead had to sleep through basically three days in a row, and it wasn't COVID. It wasn't those classical COVID symptoms. No, it was like we got poisoned from a vaccine, even though we didn't get shot up with them. So yeah, I can understand why some people might be going to the hospital, why some unvaccinated people might be going to the hospitals, because the vax is spreading disease. It is an infection caused by injection. Oh, but what's the solution? Guys, what's the solution? Get more vaccines. And wear masks at home in front of your unvaccinated children. Yeah, let's listen to uh, CNN right now. Tell us about the, the latest health advice. It's clear that this variant is capable of causing serious illness in children. Uh, you have heard those stories coming out of Louisiana pediatric ICUs where there are kids as young as a few months old who are sick from this. That is rare. Certainly younger people are less likely to fall ill. But anybody who tries to tell you, ah, oh, you don't have to worry about it if you're a young, healthy person, there's many counterexamples all around us now. Well, so, yeah, you do need to think about it, and that's the reason why the recommendations are uh, for kids under 12 uh, that they avoid being in places where they might get infected, which means recommendations of mask wearing in schools, and that at home, uh, parents of unvaccinated kids should be thoughtful about this, and the recommendation is to wear masks there as well. Let me just follow Screw up. yourself, you piece of garbage. You absolute piece of garbage. Parents should be wearing their masks at home in front of their unvaccinated children. All this crap about, oh, oh, the children are dying now. The children are being hospitalized. It's to, it's to keep this new normal going in the schools, to keep them masked, to keep oxygen from going to their brains, to keep them depressed and killing themselves. Now they got to see their, their parents at home uh, with masks on the whole time too. Oh, it, let me just follow up I on know that, that's though. uncomfortable. I know it seems weird, but it is the best way to protect your kids. But I just, again, want to fully understand if this is about protecting the kids. 
Oh, yeah, of course it's about protecting the kids. Oh, of course. And, you know, all the vaccine mandates to, and the vaccine passports that are getting introduced all over, it's just all about protecting the people, guys. It's all for our benefit, right? It's all just to protect us. Our, our rulers just care so much for us. Down here in Florida, Ron DeSantis, the uh, absolute Zionist, he has... He has banned mask mandates in schools, but uh, a lot of school districts are actually saying, oh, no, oh, no, Mm-mm. we're going to file some some lawsuits and we're putting the mask mandate in. So the threat is that they're going to cut off funding to these schools that don't have the uh, that are mandating masks. And some school districts are saying, OK, we got a mask mandate, but uh, parents can opt out for their children. It's just this big controversy going on down here. And, oh, it's just so irresponsible that he would even consider sending these children back without with masks on. It, it's so infuriating seeing what they're doing, especially to children, but to everybody. And, oh, we got to get more vaccines into these children because they're getting, they're getting hospitalized. Oh, no. Vax the children. Guys, what's happening? It's the invasion of the uh, body vaxxers. That's what we're seeing right now. And who knows where this is actually going to lead. It really could be like an invasion of the body snatchers where people just lose their whole personality, where they lose their spirit because their their genes have been altered. Who knows where this is really going to lead? I don't. I've got some ideas, but uh, I didn't develop the thing. I don't know what this is going to do long term. Could it be the prion disease that uh, takes hold of somebody's brain until they die? Could be could be what happens in a few years. They never did any long-term studies. How stupid have you got to be? How trusting of your government have you got to be to take something that has never had a long-term study done of it? How could it possibly have a long-term study done of it? Uh, and we are listening to these people who have lied so many times, like the Jewess Rochelle Walensky. Why are we ruled over by such a small minority? Why do we allow this to happen? These Jews just ruling over us. What, 47, maybe the latest count, maybe up to 50 plus in uh, Biden's administration now. Jews are just ruling over us everywhere. And even Biden himself, you don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. I'm, I'm a Zionist. And also celebrating the fact that the country is becoming com- completely uh, non-white. Source of our strength. And so let's take a, let's take a look at what Rochelle Walensky uh, has been saying, she originally was saying that 99% of the people who were uh, the hospital deaths of, in hospital deaths uh, from COVID were unvaccinated. But she basically had to admit that that was actually absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. So Fauci was saying it too, but uh, the CDC actually released their data uh, to the Washington Post on July 29th. And it actually shows that the number of COVID patient in hospital deaths in May were 15% among the vaccinated, not 0.5%. So that's actually 30 times higher than they were saying. So they lied. They're lying. 30 times higher the amount of vaccinated deaths in the hospital than they were claiming. But you saw how this was parroted everywhere. 
But then they could just change their minds and say, well, actually, the data says it was a 15% vaccinated. It doesn't matter. Just like how Anthony Fauci can flip-flop between single mask, double mask. Oh, first it goes no mask. Then it goes uh, single mask. Then it goes double mask. Then it goes, uh, you could triple mask if you want to. Then it goes, hey, if you're vaccinated, you don't need any mask. And then, oh, actually, you do need a mask because the vaccine isn't stopping transmission, even though Rochelle Walensky had previously said it does stop transmission. These people have been wrong about everything. If there are COVID deaths, tons of COVID deaths in this country, why is it? It's not because, oh, that guy didn't take the vaccine. They weren't wearing enough masks. No, these are the people who are supposed to be stopping diseases, okay? They did a very bad job then, didn't they? Why do we keep listening to them? If we're going to take this whole story about the pandemic at face value, why are we still listening to these people been wrong about so damn much? So anyway, the, the way that they got the uh, 99% number was apparently that they uh, just cherry-picked their data, incredibly so. Walensky said that those data were data that were from analyses in several states from January through June and didn't reflect the data that we have now from the Delta variant. So what they did was they cherry-picked data from whatever states they wanted, and they also included data from January when there weren't COVID deaths uh, there weren't many COVID deaths. Uh, there were a lot of COVID deaths, but a very small percent of Americans have been vaccinated. So, of course, the COVID deaths, which is just a bunk number to begin with because it's just the flu or something else, you know, some kind of respiratory illness, uh, they couldn't have been among vaccinated people because only a few people have been vaccinated at that point. So they, they were able to come up with a 99% number because they just cherry-picked whatever data they wanted to from whatever time period they wanted to. Of course, it's inaccurate. These people are lying every single time they move their mouths. I'm seeing over in the UK that the transport minister says that vaccines will be needed to travel forevermore. If you ever want to leave the UK ever again, you're going to have to get all the vaccines that they say. Over in Sweden, uh, a professor says that five shots could be uh, necessary. Five shots, yeah. We're going to have the boosters and a couple more boosters. Well, yeah, I mean, the immunity only lasts so long, right? Uh, now, I'm seeing some people you know, push back and they're, they're looking to people like uh, Rand Paul here as great figures who are, are pushing back against the, the, the vaccine mandates and the masks and everything. Let's listen into what Rand Paul's saying recently, this great freedom fighter. It's time for us to resist. They can't arrest all of us. They can't keep all of your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. Although I've got a long list of ones they might keep closed or might yeah, yeah. ought to keep closed. Okay, it's time to resist. They can't arrest all of us. Oh, yeah, Rand Paul, such a freedom fighter. None of these people are calling out this this whole thing as a hoax. They're, they're saying, oh, you should have a choice whether or not to get vaccinated. They're not pointing to all the vaccine injuries. They're not really calling this what it is. They're, they're just, they're so soft. There's no real resistance, at least not from the talking heads on TV, not from these politicians. They're all, they're all on board in general. They're all supporting the vaccines. It's whether or not they, they think they should be mandated. And oh, the great hero Trump, he's, you know, the father of the vaccine. But, you know, we just got to still listen to him, still support him, even though, you know, you might not agree with the vaccines and everything. He's still a great, great leader. Uh, I saw this 
uh, same sentiment being shared by Stu Peters. You guys heard of Stu Peters? He kind of looks a little bit Jewish to me. Very suspect guy. He's the Stu Peters show. He's been going huge recently. He's been having these bombshell interviews like the, the guy from Alberta, Canada, who's claiming victory. He's the one who stopped the lockdown in Alberta because he tried to force the the, the government to show proof of COVID, even though I guess they had, they had started uh, um, the process of, of ending the lockdown before that even happened in court. And the guy filed his motions improperly and all the rest. But because of this, uh, the Stu Peters show that got shared around everywhere, interviewing this Canadian guy, there, you know, people are thinking there's this great victory. So Stu Peters, uh, I saw him on the side of Gab, one of the Gab videos recently, and it said, Trump is not a deep state cabal, which is actually truthful. Trump is not a deep state cabal because in order to have a cabal, you would need multiple people. So Trump himself is not a deep state cabal. Is he part of the deep state cabal? Oh, you better believe it. And the person who had uploaded the video wrote as the description, I agree with him 100%. I do not like that DJT has been misguided on the vaccines, but I stand with him for America. Yeah. Yeah, America. That's what DJT stands stands for. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He has always been a tool of the Jews. He stands for Israel. He does not stand for America. Let me, let me just let me just refresh your memory, guys. We talked so much about Donald J. Trump over the years, but ju- just let me refresh your memory with a, a short video here. Six million Jews, two thirds of the Jews in Europe. Murdered by the Nazi genocide. Facts. That humanity never, ever forgets the Nazis massacred six million Jews. Those who deny the Holocaust are an accomplice to this horrible evil and will never be silent. You just like me because my daughter happens to be Jewish, right? You know, I've devoted so much time over my life to Israel. I've given a lot of money recently uh, to Hadzala, $100,000 emergency response. They do a fantastic. Israel is a very, very important ally of the United States, and we are going to protect them 100%. 100%. They've been our most reliable uh, it's our true friend over there, and we're going to protect Israel 100%. I love Israel and honor and respect the Jewish faith and tradition. For me, respect and reverence for Judaism is personal. My daughter Ivanka and my son-in-law Jared are raising their children in the Jewish faith. My administration will stand side by side with the Jewish people and Israel's leaders to continue strengthening the bridges that connect not only Jewish Americans and Israelis, but also all Americans and Israelis. Based. Based. He's so based, guys. Trust the plan. The Jew screw. Uh, I mean, the Q, the QAnon plan, it, it, it's coming to, to fruition. I mean, Joe Biden's in a fake White House. I've been seeing the, the videos on BitChute. Joe Biden, he's not the real president. The real president's still Donald J. Trump, guys. You got to stop the steal. They're doing the audits. I mean, we're just, we got to get the information out about the audits, and that will save everything. If we just get Donald J. Trump back in office, guys, we'll, we'll have salvation. <laughs> it's just so retarded. And 
what about all the people who promoted him? All the different figures in the alternative media who were shilling for Donald J. Trump the whole entire time, telling you, oh, it's just 5D chess. Trust the plan. Have they been, have they apologized? Have they been held to account? Do, why do people still listen to them? Why do they still have any credibility whatsoever when it was so obvious the entire time what was really going on? And we told you every step of the damn way. And we lost so many people because of it. We did. People hated us because we weren't getting on the Trump train. All right, I want to point out what is going on with these Jews in this plan. It is. Uh, it relates to something I talked about last week with uh, BlackRock and also Blackstone buying up Realty. Realty. <laughs> and uh, this is an email that somebody sent me. Hi, Kyle. Just a quick email about the Corona hoax. This is my quick theory about the main reason for this pandemic. The main agenda is asset stripping of all the wealth on the planet into the hands of the regime. We hear about the Great Reset and you'll own nothing and be happy from the WEF. But how will they do this? It's a step-by-step plan. We know that BlackRock is buying up properties all over the world, inflating the real estate market by outbidding other investors with money they print out of thin air, pricing everybody else out of the market who don't have the luxury of paying any price. This will price out the market new investors and young people from buying homes, forcing them to rent. Meanwhile, many investors are seeing all the uncertainty around the world due to COVID, seeing the high prices they can get by selling now, and will decide to cash in and sell their investment properties and where BlackRock will snap them up. At the same time, while real estate is booming, countries at the behest of BlackRock are going into free fall with lockdowns and people losing their jobs and small businesses. What this will cause is many existing mortgagees to be unable to service their home loans. All of a sudden, the bubble will burst as there will be a flood of properties hitting the market. Prices will plummet and along will come BlackRock to buy these properties for pennies on the dollar. Left are those properties owned outright. Vaccines will do their job to take out as many of these homeowners, leading to more properties coming on the market. We've seen Biden talk about changing inheritance laws, all part of their agenda to get a hold of all non-mortgage homes. BlackRock will own most of the real estate, meaning we will become their tenants. We will own nothing and be so happy, won't we? This past week, BlackRock paid $30 million for afterpay. Credit cards will cease to exist because we own nothing and therefore have no collateral, and will be replaced by afterpay, which will become the new form of debt, which is slavery. We will be living in the Soviet Union, but on steroids. Please share this theory with your listeners. There you go. Theory has been shared. One thing I wanted to point out was uh, how many Jews were getting come and moving to Florida as if there weren't enough Jews already in Florida. The Wall Street Journal has this piece, Why Orthodox Jews Are Leaving Brooklyn for Florida. Good jobs, cheap housing, and a unique school choice program have many families heading south. So it goes on to talk about how uh, these people will never, never send their children to public school. So... They just had to pay too much up in Brooklyn, and there are cheaper options down here in Florida, and DeSantis has made school choice uh, so much more affordable for Jewish families like this, and the the main picture that is here, and also the lockdowns in New York. They, they don't want to be locked down like they were in New York. Uh, the picture here shows these orthodox women in these long dresses and these black coats on a beach. They have these head wraps on. They almost, they almost look like turbans. They're probably bald underneath. A lot of Orthodox women wear wigs. So they're probably bald women here uh, walking along the beach 
and behind them is some chicks, uh, some blonde chicks uh, running around, running around in, in tight little shorts. It's just such a great dichotomy, just seeing these Orthodox Jewish women with their long black coats on and their long dresses and their turbans, and then just a natural white woman running along the beach being healthy and not fat and gross like these Jewish women. Oh, no, how dare you? How dare you? That traditional... Tradition. Okay. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out was that Cuomo appears to be getting taken down, possibly because he was persecuting the Jews. Remember how there was a big uproar about, oh, Cuomo is calling out Jews for not obeying the lockdowns and not wearing the masks and having the big gatherings. Whoa. Oh, how dare he? He's like acting like a Nazi. Well, did this just come back to bite him in the butt? Talking bad about the Jews, saying that they should be held to the same standard as the other residents of New York City and other parts of New York? It could be. That would, that would explain some things, wouldn't it? Uh, now I want to talk about some racial issues here. There was a story that is absolutely sickening. There is this coach from Wake Forest who was on official school business and he was driving his expensive car. I forget what kind of car it was. Um, and he, he was in his BMW. And then there was this uh, 35-year-old marketing executive who was in New York and he had called an Uber. And so he was, he was waving down this uh, Uber. And, but unfortunately, it was actually just this, this uh, black coach named Sandor Sabo. Oh, actually, no, Sanders Sabo was the guy who was killed. The, um, the coach of the men's basketball team was named Jamil Jones. And so he was in, he was in New York on business, He's driving along his BMW. A white guy tries to hail him down, thought it was, he was the Uber. So this black uh, coach gets out of his car, his BMW, because he's so oppressed, and he goes and just puts all of his force into a knockout punch right into the guy's face. Uh, puts his teeth through his lips and kills him. Okay, the basketball coach is six five. He's two hundred twenty pounds, and he put all he could into this punch. And uh, what did he get? What happened? What happened to this guy? What What do you think? Did he Did he get uh, manslaughter at the very least? No, no. This guy w- w- got a little slap on the wrist. Okay. A slap on the wrist. He murdered a white man who did nothing wrong. I thought he was just an Uber driver. Murdered a white man. And what he got? Uh, He got uh, convicted of a misdemeanor. A freaking misdemeanor. Three years of probation, 1,500 hours of community service, and a $1,000 fine. That was the full extent of his punishment. So the parents of the white man are suing the school in addition to the uh, assailant, the murderer, and uh, they're seeking damages through a civil suit because justice just is not getting served. It, it just goes to show you can go murder a white person and uh, get away with it if you're a black person. He got a misdemeanor for killing a guy. And Oh, we're bad if we we just say mean words about them. If we don't want if we don't want to walk down the street as some uh, thugs. If we don't want thugs living next to us, we're the bad people. We're the white racist. Ooh, we're the major terror threat in this country. Well, you've got this black guy, six foot five, two twenty, goes and just kills somebody one punch, 
and he gets a misdemeanor. This is crazy. The, the, the double standards you're going to see in the years to come are just going to be so shocking because it's genocidal. What's happening is white genocide. So that's what we're seeing unfold before our very eyes here. You can look into that case a little bit more if you want to. Again, it's Sandor Zabo was the man who was killed. And Jamil Jones was the assistant coach of the Wake Forest men's basketball team. But there's so many cases just like this, guys. So many cases. But you know what we're focusing on instead? We're focusing on uh, removing racist rocks. Do you know this? Boulders. Boulders can be racist. Yeah, yeah. Over in uh, the University of Wisconsin, they just spent $50,000 to remove a boulder from campus because it's supposedly racist, the boulder, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, I don't know, 100 years ago or something, it used to have a a nickname because it's a dark boulder. It had a nickname that's derogatory towards some minorities. So some minorities on campus were a little offended. Instead of saying, how about you just, you grow a pair and grow up? No, no, okay, okay, guys. I'm sorry we offended you with that boulder. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get rid of it. It, it it's gonna be gone, guys. How big was this boulder? It was a fifty a seventy ton boulder. They removed a seventy ton boulder from campus. The boulder did nothing wrong. It didn't do nothing. It killed a whole lot less less people this year than black people. Okay, if you want to talk about who killed a lot of black people, was it other black people or was it this boulder? It was other black people. But you don't call you don't see people calling for black people to remove from campus. That'd be the logical solution. <laughs> right? Just ridiculous. I, I I this world is so sick. It's so retarded. It's so very retarded. Um let's take a look at um Oh, here's an interesting stat. Journalists increased their use of the term white supremacy by 2,862% between 2010 and 2019 across 47 news outlets. Somebody writes, this level of social contagion is pathological. It just skyrockets. 2,862% increase in the use of the term white supremacy between 2010 and 2019. That's <laughs> all they care about these days. And it, you could just go see if they're if they're talking about the, you know, that white guy, Sander, being murdered, or if they're talking about white supremacy and the threat of it. It's it's like the invisible backpack. You just can't really see it. You just got to believe it's there. That white supremacy is just killing so many people. I posted this video on the Tribune the other day about how it's politically correct to support black-on-white murder. And, guys, it is. It's kosher. Absolutely kosher. And it featured... A number of people like Logan Paul and also the Jewess who runs YouTube, uh, they were just going on and on about white racism, how it's affecting so many black lives and everything. Well, all the clips that you're seeing are white people just being brutalized by black people. And we hear about none of it, none of it in the media. This is what really got me going uh, about a decade ago almost and really put me on the path I'm on right now. It's just so terrible, so terrible how much they they hide the reality of the situation, how they completely invert things. You want to talk about hate crimes? You want to talk about victims of hate crimes? It's white people. And and you can argue that hate crimes are a ludicrous thing, but as long as they have them, you know, on the books, guys, (laughs) we're getting persecuted. We don't, we can't even stand up for ourselves. We don't, we can't even have organizations to 
to defend our interests. Whereas Jews, who rule everything, can have all sorts of, uh, of organizations to defend their interests and, of course, to attack us, like Hyas, to flood our countries. Blacks can have all their different organizations, but as soon as you start a white organization, uh-oh, uh-oh, <laughs> cancel them, no credit cards, uh, shut down their bank accounts, the terrorists, and of course they'll send in their control opposition agents as well. Oh, but guys, did you know that actually uh, <clears throat> social media is a safe space for uh, racists? Yeah, and anti-Semites. This is an article coming out of The Guardian. A safe space for racists. Anti-Semitism report criticizes social media giants. They're just not doing enough. Well, they're run by Jews. So why don't you just talk to your Jewish friends and tell them to just censor us even more? The ADL's embedded in all these organizations. I guess they're just not doing enough. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, TikTok failing to act on most reported anti-Jewish posts says study they've got whole teams over there in israel and around the world who are just flagging any post that even comes close to criticizing jews that's what they're doing and i guess because there's not 100 percent compliance on every single post that they flag oh these companies are just safe spaces for anti-semites the article starts there has been a serious and systemic failure to tackle anti-Semitism across the five biggest social media platforms, resulting in a safe space for racists, according to a report. Then why can't I exist on any of these places? I'm not even an over-the-top racist. You know, it's a stupid term to begin with, but... You, you, it's so stupid. The, the so-called racists who are on these platforms still, it's because the Jews want them to be there. Like Richard Spencer or something. <laughs> or Mark Collette. It's because they're on their payroll. So whenever you can point to instances of, oh, these races haven't been taken down, it's because the Jews want them to be there. Um, oh, did you see this story about how a Fox uh, business employee is suing the network, alleging uh, racist and sexist remarks? Yep, apparently Larry Kudlow was making so many racist remarks that did not want a black guy on his show and everything. So this is just another example of white racism. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Larry Kudlow's a Jew. Oh. Hmm. Okay, again, white racist. This white racist on this right-wing Fox News. Oh, it's just so terrible what he was doing to minorities. Of course I'm not going to point out he's a Jew in any of these stories, right? Of course. Oh, but also Andrew Napolitano, I guess, was uh, being sexually aggressive to some young men as well. Yeah. Andrew Napolitano groping people in elevators and whatnot. I don't know how true it is. I wouldn't be surprised. Just look at that guy. Oh, but he's a freedom fighter. He's a libertarian freedom fighter. I had a bunch of crap. Oh, speaking of another libertarian freedom fighter, or not even a libertarian, whatever she is, Lauren Witzke. You know Lauren Witzke? Remember her? Yeah, she, uh, by the way, she's part of the Russian Orthodox Church outside of Russia. You know that? Isn't that just so base? Just like Matthew Heinbach was, and like so many of these other people just love Putin. Oh, they love Putin. Anyway, uh, I saw this uh, being promoted by her on Gab. She interviewed Ted Nugent on True News. She wrote on Gab, going on True News with Ted Nugent and his wife soon to talk about family, the salt, assault on young men's identities, and masculinity. All right, you want, you want Ted Nugent's uh, thoughts about family? and the assault on young men's identities and masculinity. Here you go. Here are some lyrics from one of his songs from back in the day. Well, I don't care if you're just 13. You look too good to be true. I just know that you're probably clean. 
there's one little thing I got to do to you. I don't care if you're just 13. Ted Nugent on, on young men's identities and masculinity. He was, what, I think 30 at least at the time. Yeah. Ted Nugent, what a, what a great guy. Yeah. Going after 13-year-old girls. Actually, he got guardianship over a 17-year-old girl so he could, he could abuse her when he was, I think, 30. Oh, so another, another base right winger. How about Tucker? Guys, how about Tucker? Uh, Jimbo James wrote on Gab. So Tucker is the son of a CIA propaganda specialist. His politics are informed by where he was raised, a neighborhood called Hebrew Heights. And he is interviewing Victor Orban with a special emphasis on anti-Semitism? This from a guy who wears a Kabbalah bracelet? Yep, he sure does wear a Kabbalah bracelet. And also Victor Orban, great buddies with Bibi Netanyahu. I don't know his current relations with uh, the Israeli uh, prime minister, but I'm guessing very tight. And of course, Viktor Orban loves Putin too. They're, they're, they're good buddies. And uh, Putin's brain, you know, Alexander Dugan, he has said that Kabbalah is essentially the highest achievement of the human spirit or something like that. But yeah, Tucker wears his little red Kabbalah bracelet. Based. More like bastelet. Okay. Uh, that's, that's about it for most of the, the political stuff I wanted to talk about here. Just wanted to point out something that I saw as well uh, regarding a recent study on the keto diet <laughs> where it's labeled a disease-promoting disaster, researchers warn. So yeah, this is a battle that's been going on <clears throat> for quite some time between the, the carnivores and the vegans and all that. Carnivore, the carnivore people are essentially just extreme keto. Where, And then in addition to that, <clears throat> in addition to just eating meat, there are people who are raw carnivores. And we get people trying to leave all sorts of comments about, I cured this and that by just eating raw liver every day. These people, there are some people who re- eat only raw meat. And not just that, they ferment it as well. Oh, oh, it's so gross if you see it. But anyway, this is just about ketogenic, which is not just meat, but it's getting rid of pretty much all your carbs so you can go to ketosis. And we've been warning about this forever. Uh, let's start the article. Ketogenic diets may be very fashionable right now, but a new study warns that they may be doing long-term damage to your health. Researchers say that what makes these high-fat diets different from other weight loss strategies is also increasing the risk of developing a multitude of different diseases. Those include heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and even Alzheimer's disease. The typical keto diet is a disease-promoting disaster says lead review author Lee Crosby, RD, Nutrition Education Program Manager at Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine in a media release. Loading up on red meat, processed meat, and saturated fat and restricting carbohydrate-rich vegetables, fruits, legumes, and whole grains is a recipe for bad health. Really? Really? No. Crosby and a team from NYU's Grossman School of Medicine, New York City Health and Hospital at Bellevue, University of Pennsylvania, Loma Linda University, and George Washington University School of Medicine conducted what the scientists call the most comprehensive review of the keto diet to date. And their findings appear in the journal Frontiers in Nutrition. So the keto diet is just so different from a lot of these diets that were tried in the past, including the Atkins, which was bad enough. But it's just... It's so obvious that it's just not going to be good for you. Yeah, I've never argued that you can't lose weight on it. I'm sure you can. Is it good for you long term, though? 
there's no evidence to point to that. And in fact, all the evidence seems to be that it's a disease-promoting disaster. So I just wanted to point that out. Hopefully, you guys who have been listening long enough know uh, some of the tips that we've given over the years and how to be a little bit more healthier with your uh, choices in terms of diet. Anyway, guys, uh, this was my my do-over show a day late. I just didn't have time to, to do an extra show yesterday. I hope that you got something from it. I hate just having to go through all this terrible news time and again. I hope maybe just talking about this won't just be cathartic for me, maybe cathartic for you, but it will actually inspire us to action. What I always worry about is that I have not done enough to secure our future. That, that's my biggest concern, is that I haven't worked hard enough, that I haven't put enough hours to try to just get the message out there, to just take down our enemy. What we need to do is have so many people informed that our enemy has nowhere to hide, that our enemy is feeling cornered, trapped. They want us to feel cornered and trapped and locked down. I want people everywhere, in all sorts of positions, uh, close to power, let's say, to be in the know, to know where we really stand, to know what our enemies have in store for us. You know, Agenda 2030, the Great Reset, all that. Uh, the Protocols of Zion, the 2800 Goyim Slaves, all that. I want them to know where they're trying to bring us, where they're trying to bring all of the children of this world, what they plan to do with uh, all the different technologies they're developing, with their robot police. They call them dogs. The robot police I mean, they're bringing us to such a dystopian world. And people out there need to realize that it's go time. Let's go. Now or never, guys. We've got to take our future back. We cannot leave it in the hands of these psychopaths, these Semitic psychopaths, in the hands of the the body vaxxers. If we let them get away with this, it might, it might very well be game over. I've, I've said time and again, we can never lose hope. Even, as long as we're still breathing, we cannot lose hope. But guys, it's coming down to a pretty dire situation here. So let's go. It's time to seriously resist. It is time to rebel against what these psychopaths have done. They're guilty of genocide. They're guilty of so many crimes against humanity. They need to be held to account. Guys, thanks so much for listening do consider supporting the network. I've got a P.O. box. Also go on over to heathenherbs.com and you need to support Sinead's music as well in whatever way that you can. There's going to be much more to come. So do stay tuned and head on over to Renegade Tribune. Talk to you guys all again soon.
husband too Working class white But fed this head with 